You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's really 32 fans in 330. Oh, is that what I said? The other Sorry. One. It's fine. I've, it's I've, fine. Yeah, I've been on a roller coaster. I haven't slept much the last few days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, whatever. All right, let's get into that. Um, so, no, I, I, I think um, I, I didn't really prepare anything here. You know, when um, when Anthony Bourdain died, I talked on the podcast about like uh, suicide and depression mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and I actually thought like it was like very therapeutic to do so. Um, you know, it's weird because when, when we started this podcast or even now we'd been doing this podcast for a couple of years and like for the most part, there was a few names that we I sort of knew from Facebook or whatever, but it was really just the only people I knew who were listening to this were the small percentage of people who listened who were like friends of ours in real life from mm-hmm. like before the podcast. And then we went to Minneapolis and I met all these weirdos who like, I didn't know in real life who listened to this podcast and felt like they knew me. And I was like, who are these people? And now I feel like a lot of those people are my friends. And, and you know, uh, I wish COVID hadn't happened and I'd have a chance to see some of them again. Um, and and I do feel like, you know, there's much more of, especially among the patrons and the people in like the chat and stuff, like there's definitely like much more of a community around these people here and like a, mm-hmm. a base of support. And I know others feel that way also. Like, you know, when people have had things in their lives, they mention it in the chat and they get feedback and, you know, people are getting together in real life. There was supposed to be a, a, a Canadian 32 fans chip tournament um today or yesterday or something which unfortunately um got postponed because of a uh because of a covet scare but that's going to happen um even in uh, the absence of you and me obviously with no involvement of you or me which is awesome um so anyways so um my my son uh, that's a that's a preamble i guess my my four-year-old son um had a very bad accident on friday late afternoon and so we uh we uh, that's part of why we haven't had a podcast until now we went to the emergency room on Friday night. We ended up having emergency surgery and he's going to need um, a few more surgeries, including a, a major one on, on, on Monday morning next week. Um, and so that's part of my, the reason I've been distracted and why our podcast has been delayed. I also saw less football than I've seen in a while. I, I certainly, it's the first time in a long time that the Vikings had a game, not on Shabbat or a holiday that I didn't see most of um it was on but i was just you know i was dealing with my son and stuff we we got discharged from the hospital so we were home by sunday afternoon um anyway so that's a that's a very brief rambling background um but we're hope we're hoping for the best and um that's about all we can say for now but i i do like distractions and so this podcast and the, and the chat and stuff has definitely been a distraction and i appreciate that for for those who mm-hmm. have helped distract me 
there was a point on Sunday where, you know, when the Vikings blew the lead, I was like, I don't know if Alex can like emotionally handle the yeah. Vikings blow this game. So I was really rooting very hard. And people were like, who didn't even know? Or like, yeah, I don't know. The podcast can survive if like because if you lose at home to the Lions, like what game? What game are you going to win this year? Yeah. And it's like and you also had led the whole game. Um, and I, I made a comment. I said, like I said, the play calling and clock management in this game has been the worst thing I've seen all weekend, which was yeah, a I knew that was coming. I yeah, which was, was a very coming. intentional reference there, uh, which 99 percent of the people in that chat did not understand the reference to. And they're like, oh, well, you didn't see such and such. Yet. I'm like, no, no, trust me. It's the, uh, I've seen some shit this weekend. By the way, um, it was an all time sports weekend. I mean, that, that yeah, I know you're not a big boxing guy. One of the best boxing matches ever. And and um, uh, there, there was just so much going big on. MMA fight also. Right. Uh, no, I think it, Fury it, Chad, and... it feels like wait, but they're just oh. no. Yeah, no, it was, the boxing was. Um, oh, was, I don't know. Uh, Fury um, and Deontay Wilder. I have really to say, good. like um, trauma to the face and is something I'm very. Um, well, you didn't uh, but you didn't say where it was, by the way. Just oh, so basically my, my son, um, the, the um, a, a, a metal. A, a, a you don't large, have to get you don't have to yeah, describe whatever he just, he, he had. What, yeah, his, his eye was very. it's called a, a global rupture. And do not Google that, uh, please. Yeah. Um, um, well, let me rephrase. If while watching Thursday Night Football last week, you thought, I really appreciate how much Fox is showing of Russell Wilson's finger and I wish I could see more, then maybe you should Google it. But um, otherwise, do not Google it. it. It's a very bad traumatic injury to the eye. But again, we're, we're hopeful. We're positive. Um, we you know that he's going to be able to keep his eye. Um, but we'll, we'll, um, we'll find out more. And also, l- let me just clarify like you know you and i both know we have friends immediate family i'm sure everybody listening to this does who have lost children this is not that this is not a billionth of that you know my son's life is not at risk in any serious way or at all he um you know he's he's happy he's he will live a long healthy life um you know the vision and and cosmetics and you know there will be other challenges brett but um you know, th- this isn't anything like that. So, um, you know, appreciate what we have. And and we're extraordinarily privileged because unfortunate uh, because my wife is a doctor. We have friends who are like cornea and retina specialists. And so we, we've had access to the best medical care. Right. You and you possibly. live in and you live in probably the best medical city in the world. The world yeah, for sure. So like, you know, w- whatever the outcome is going to be, it is going to be the best possible outcome. He, he's going to get the best possible care for this. And, and which is which I don't take lightly because 99 percent of the world doesn't have that opportunity for for a variety of reasons. And so, you know, we're, we're very thankful. So it'll be, you know, it's in, it's in the hands of the best possible doctors and God, if you believe in that. And, and, and you know, and that's all we can do. But, um, yeah, the Vikings, <laughs> the Vikings on, on Sunday said, fuck you. We don't really give a shit how you're feeling. And I mean, listen, I've, I've been a Zimmer defender for a long time. I, I, I like a lot about him, but. I think he was going to be fired if they lost that game. The hot seat would have been very hot. He may have he may have beaten Gruden out the door. Yeah, it, it is was, possible. It, it, uh, it, the, the, it, you know, and people obviously everybody loves to blame Cousins. Cousins played for a game in which Cousins played very well that game. I saw PFF. Um, he had the, the second highest rating um, last week. He had an 88.4, something like that. And now he's the third highest ranked quarterback in the league for PFF. He had a very good game. The play mm-hmm. calling was disastrous. Akiva, there are yeah. two running backs in the NFL this year who have multiple yeah. games with 30 plus touches. One is Derrick Henry. Yeah. The other is Alexander yeah. Madison. What the fuck yeah. is going on here? Like, why did you pay Derrick Henry, all, excuse me, Dalvin Cook all that money? If you're the backup, you're like, yeah, let's just give the backup 30. You know, um, <laughs> um, um, Justin Jefferson could not be stopped in that game. 
And then yeah. for like a quarter of the time, like, no, we're not going to throw it to him. We're not going to throw it to Thielen. Let's have Madison run up the middle. And then yeah, oh, they by had the way, a near split at, of, of rushing, running, passing and uh, Cousins passable for 8.1 yards per attempt. And uh, and I mean, Madison was fine, but, the, you know, they ran for four. Well, I mean, his fumble, carry. though, is what, you know, almost gave away the game. Right. But I'm saying like it, it was, you know, 4.3 to 8.1 and, and their split was 38 uh, yeah. 34 to 28. Yeah. The Vikings are have attempted the second fewest deep passes in the NFL this year. It's like, what are you doing? You have, you have cousins. You have, I mean, you have Jefferson. I just, I don't know. It's like, they're not even trying. And I just, it, it's, it's completely flabbergasting. Um, well, I thought like, remember, cause we thought last week, all right, they scored a touchdown against Cleveland. Maybe Cleveland's defense is just so lights out. Like no one's going to score them. And the chargers moved the ball up and down the field and scored, you know, 10 zillion points on them last week. And so did Kansas and city. They, and yeah. And yeah. And they scored 47 last week. The Chargers is like, oh, yeah. maybe it's a Vikings problem. Like, well, I agree. Yeah. There's too much talent here for something is amiss because he's not really under a tremendous amount of pressure. Cousins. Well, against Cleveland, he was. It was insane. So against Cleveland, he was. But yeah, but but in general, I think so they finally. So Darisaw played about half the game uh, yesterday. And in his half of the game, he did not give up a single pressure. Uh, the other half of the game, I think there was like two or three uh, when Hill was playing left tackle. So hopefully Darisaw will start to play more now. But um, and, and maybe that'll be part of the difference, but it's really it's the play calling and it's that's what the bigger issue is here. Like they're not being aggressive. They're not throwing the ball nearly enough. They're not throwing the ball downfield nearly enough. And again, they're succeeding at a higher rate than anybody when they're doing it. And I just don't understand why they're not doing it more. And they have by an entire standard deviation, the hardest remaining schedule in the NFL. And this is after they've already had. I think um, I saw on DVOA they've had not just that they've had the hardest schedule through the first four weeks, but they were having like, they were talking about the hardest schedules any team's had in the last decade over the last four weeks. And now the Vikings over the rest of the season, their only easy remaining games is, is at Detroit and then Pittsburgh and San Francisco, who are, you know, both technically under 500 teams right now, but um, well, the Panthers are not, I, that's an easy, easy game, but that's, I mean, that's a game you should win. Well, absolutely. Yeah, you're going to make the playoffs. That. You have to, you have to go to Carolina for sure. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, they, they got to play the Rams. They got to play the Packers twice. They got to play Baltimore. They got to play the Cowboys. They got to play the Chargers. So that's yeah. that's six that's six games against top six teams, right? Can we I mean, talk about like? Uh, can we talk about uh, me for a second? Yeah, please. Um, the uh, it's the, a lot of the drums I've been banging have really come true. Like Darnold, I was like, slow your horses, he sucks. The Patriots, yeah. they said they suck, they're bad. I had the Bills winning the Super Bowl; they look like the best team in the NFL. Yeah. Um, uh, other things, I, I, I'm liking that Jameis comeback player of the year bet. I mm-hmm. think that's not crazy. Dak has been like an A minus, and last year he was like an A plus before he got hurt. So I, I think that's possible, and there's not really any other viable candidates. Um, now, what yeah, one so- one where I'm going to disagree with you is, you know, your big thing was that five of the top six teams in the league were in the AFC. Well, that's falling apart every yeah, week. Other than Buffalo, the next best teams are all NFC teams: Arizona, the Rams, the Bucks, um, yeah. the, the 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 Packers, the Cowboys. The only AFC team in the top six or seven right now, other than Buffalo, is probably the Chargers, right? I would agree. I mean, Baltimore can get there. I mean, Baltimore Lamar and Cleveland just, are right there. Kansas City, who knows, because their defense is such a... Lamar and, was so ludicrously good yesterday. And he was so bad in the like, first half. So bad in the first half. Also, by like, the way, we, we do need to know, by far, the worst four teams in the NFL are all in the AFC. Jacksonville, Houston, Jets, Miami are worse, are worse than Detroit, are worse than the well, Giants. Well, Miami with two, I don't think it's a bottom four team. Like, that team beat the Patriots. I don't, I don't think that team is – that yeah. team with Brissett is a bottom four team. But, yes, by point differential, the four worst teams are the Jaguars, Texans, Jets, and Dolphins. Literally. Yeah. Uh, they, and uh, you know who's fifth? A point differential? 
Uh, oh, it's the it's I thought it was somebody. It's the Atlanta Falcons who actually have two wins, but yeah, their wins are close. And the truth is, I mean, the Jets played really poorly in that Falcons game. They didn't deserve to win, but it was one of those weird NFL games where I'm sure you've had, you know, you've your your team's had this where it's like the first half is over in seemingly 10 minutes offensively. Like you have three possessions. Maybe there's like a drop on a third down and like another time you get a penalty and it's like, oh, we like didn't even have the ball and it's halftime. But the Jets were down 17 nothing before they got the first first down in that game. So it was like over before they could, you know, they it was one of those if the game was 75 minutes, maybe they could have come back and caught the mm. Falcons, but but it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, if we could if we could switch gears for one second and we could bounce around a little bit, because I don't think we really on Wednesday need to go over all of Sunday unless there's anything that really stands out. But let's you know, let's talk about the Gruden stuff that happened. Sure. Uh, we're going to get fired last night. Was that last night? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I assume there's some kind of settlement, right? There's no way he walked away from all that money. It's interesting because he's a weird guy. A very litigious person could probably get everything. Yeah, I no. It, yeah, it's a guaranteed. I mean, I haven't seen the contract, but guaranteed I guaranteed contract and everything he did was was before he was hired. Before he was yeah, hired. Yeah. So I, there is. Now, I gotta say, the there is. Guy. It's not yeah. just. A, it's not just an issue to me of like saying offensive words or like. It's like the sentiment, like like you know, he's complaining about there being women refs, and then he's complaining about ha- having gay players in the league when he has a gay player on his team. By the way, like I mean, it's really. It's um, it's not a great look. And the Raiders as a franchise under Al Davis, at least Mark's father, who obviously was a you know infinitely more impressive person than Mark in every way. They were like uh, on the forefront of of, you know, like hiring African-American coaches and just like being being one yeah. of the more. And so, yeah, it is ironic that that um, that Mark goes all in with uh, Gruden in 2021. Well, and also just that it's not just like saying something stupid, because if you had said one dumb thing, you could you could just say like, all right, you know, suspend him. Yeah. Or or, you know, let him to pay an enormous fine or set set up a scholarship and HBCU and and uh, go to like sensitivity training while he's suspended or something. I think it was salvageable. But then once it came out, Gruden, he's not going to coach again in the NFL. He's probably not going to be an announcer. I do think he could probably get an SEC job. Maybe well, not this year, but like next. The, year. the irony, obviously, is that this was an this was these emails came out from discovery for the investigation into the Washington allegations. Yeah, but why the league leak them? Like this was almost certainly a leak from the league, right? Because I think there's a lot of people in the league who are pissed about this stuff going on, and they're like, "Hey, we're walking around with end racism in our end zones and on the back of our helmets, and you know, we're we're pretending to care about these things in sort of these superficial ways, and yet, you know, we have people like a head coach of an organization, the celebrated figure in the league, who's perpetuating these these beliefs with zero consequence. And and I assume that it was people in the league who were pissed about that. I mean, from Schefter's reporting, it sounded like there were people in the league who were pissed. I think, uh, you know, look, I think all of us have probably said things, uh, especially 10 years ago or 15 or 20 years ago, that that we would be embarrassed about that we've hopefully learned and improved upon since. But in Gruden's case, and, you know, he's, look, there are there are millions of emails and nothing has come out about anybody else. And, and if, there's, if there's others who have done things like this or said things like this, then I think that probably that will come out. I also think, frankly, Gruden, the way he his response to the initial thing about DeMarie Smith was not just to say, I apologize. I did something wrong. Let me do better. It was no, I was yeah, calling him a liar and he, something about rubber. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the term he used. Yeah, no, yeah. It, was, it, it was it was a bad lie. He should have like right away. Had he known something was coming, like stepped away and then maybe I don't know. I, I don't he, know if there was he a had to have known that there was more coming. Right. Yeah, I think he did. It, but, it's like when there's allegations of like assault, usually it's it's very rare that a guy says, you know what? I'm going to send one racist email in my life. Other than that, I'm never going to do it. Like, yeah. so 
I do think I do think if he wanted to, I remember like people think of him as this like coaching lifer, but he'll spend a zillion years in the booth. But if he did want to, I do think he could probably do get some SEC type job or maybe an outside group of, you know, group yeah. of five type college football job. Yeah. In, um, in some parts of the country, those beliefs are mandatory, right? Do you want uh, do you want people to have pointed out we have a we have a governor election here in New Jersey right now. Yeah. And uh, some of my friends pointed out that, that all the ads that are being played, you could play the mm-hmm. exact same ads in other parts of the country without changing a single word, but there would be ads for the other candidate, right? What does that mean? The ads here uh, about the uh, Republican candidate for governor, for example, are he doesn't want to have mask mandates in schools. He doesn't like it's like, you know what I mean? So I just and like these are all being used to say why he's bad. But again, in New Jersey. But I think if you go to Alabama, the ads oh, are, I hear what you're saying, yeah, yeah. like he doesn't want to have mask mandates in schools. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, OK, so. <laughs> fine. Do you, you, should we, let's pick let's pick. Um, Let's pick the game starting with uh, Tampa Philly on Thursday night. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, can we talk for a second about all these crazy injuries? So we, we had more or less avoided. We had a lot of crazy injuries in the preseason, especially in Baltimore and just, you know, running backs in general. And then San Francisco every year is hit by a billion injuries. And that got started. Um, it seems both of their quarterbacks are out now, although they have a bye. So we'll see who's back by the time the bye's over. But Russell Wilson is through five weeks. Uh, by my stats, the number one quarterback in the NFL. And now we are replacing with Gino for like a month or two. So that's that's not great. Um, well, you know, it is great if you happen to be the team that owns the Seahawks first round pick like the Jets do oh. for a safety who's playing miserably. Mm-hmm. Two first round picks for Jamal Adams, who hasn't had a good game in, in a Seahawks uniform. Not bad. I, last year, he was pretty good, I thought. I think like the uh, on yeah, and off field yeah. numbers, they showed a pretty big difference when he was on the yeah, field. That is off true. The field. But yeah. anyway, I, I do that trade 10 times. Yeah. Oh, you for know. sure. For yeah, you, to get multiple first round picks for a safety, especially at the, po- the point in in you know in their rebuilding where the Jets were. Yeah. But so Wilson being I'll out. I'll do it again. Marcus May. I mean, he's not as good as Adams, but Marcus May is a good player. And uh, when, when you know, when, so when ESPN did that thing where they wrote a whole article about one of the ten thousand mocks, and in that one mock they cherry picked, uh, Seattle started zero and seven or something absurd like that. Yeah. This outcome, two and three, but without Russell for the next month or two, might be even worse than that. Yeah. No. This is this is bad. I, I just don't. Now it's like, well, is it going to be two teams from the NFC West? And if so, is that like Carolina New Orleans winner getting that you know spot? Is it is it the Bears Vikings? You know who's going to emerge there? Could there be a, a second team from the NFC East? No, there cannot. But uh, you know <laughs> anything is possible. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I do think now again it's a very long season. Now the injuries are starting to mount and they do suck. And it's like, I mean, Gino is bad, but he's not like on on. He's not you know. Um, like some of the legendary guys we've we've had, you know, over yeah, the last well, we need let's season. see more of 2021 Gino Falk. before we draw a conclusion. But yeah, what are the other yeah, main but, takeaways but, here? So so the Patriots almost lost to Houston. They were losing badly and then had a crazy comeback. And I missed again I, the early one o'clock slate other than the end of the Vikings game. I didn't see much of well, what happened there. How, how did New England um, come back other than Houston, obviously being garbage? But Davis Mills looked well, like a, a pro the, bowler from the real game. momentum swing was Houston uh, like screwing up a punt. And then like like semi faking it, then having it blocked and mm-hmm. the Patriots marched down and scored and they scored again. OK, Um, I mean, uh, Davis Mills looked much better. You know, he had the four interception game two weeks ago. He looked much better this game. Mac Jones is fine. Like, I, I'd be happy if I was a Patriots fan about Mac Jones. But the rest of the team, like I said, sucks. There's very little talent elsewhere. Even Harris with that. one. But how did the defense the make like the defense shut down Tom Brady and Davis Mills lit them up? How did that happen? I'm not sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they if they can't get if they can't get to if they couldn't get to Mills and like the Texans have an OK line, they can't get to Mills. 
Uh, although now Tunsil's hurt, so I don't I don't even know if they have a good line. Yeah. Speaking of teams that give up two two first round draft picks for one player. What else? Uh, the Packers Bengals just uh, missed field goal fest was kind of crazy. Just so annoying as a Vikings yeah, but fan. Honestly, like the head that's that was the headline. But like the the Bengals being good enough to to play a coin toss game with the Packers is very impressive. Yeah. Um, although so those teams were even the whole game. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And, you know, the Bengals obviously uh, also a little bit of luck, but they beat the Vikings in a similar game. And they are their only loss, really, until this this coin flipping was they went into Chicago and lost. Chicago goes into Vegas and completely shuts down a Vegas offense that have been clicking. So, um, yeah, we talked to we Chase talked is about, a superstar. Chase is like legitimately excellent. And then you have like, you know, second secondary guys who catch like Higgins and Boyd. Yeah, that, that team it's funny because you remember the preseason points. conversation about Chase. He's dropping all these passes in preseason and. Yeah, that seems like I mean, a long time ago. It was weird. Yeah, he did nothing. He hadn't played in two years. It was reasonable to think that even if he was going to be a star, maybe his first year would be bad. But he's, I guess, too talented. I mean, Devonta Smith's not doing this in Philly, right? Yeah, like, it's way too early to say this, but it's not impossible. The 20 years from now, we look back on Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase being on the same team at LSU. And we talk about like, you know, two of the greatest receivers of all time playing college. together. Sure. But, but four years ago, you would have said that about Beckham and Landry. So let's cool our heels. Sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah. It's well, same no, college. Landry, Landry made a bunch of pro bowls because he had hundred catches a bunch of years in a row, but he was never, you right. Know, but Landry was never right. He was never, of Jefferson he was a very good player, but not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So Cleveland chargers. We talk, like is that, that, that might be game of the year when we look back on it. Right. It's a long season, but yeah, though, that was excellent. Yeah. Buffalo uh, KC is supposed to be there. game of the year. I mean, and I was thinking like at the beginning of that game, like, all right, this could be a playoff matchup. It now is like, is that a second round of the playoffs type matchup? Yeah. Or even an AFC championship game type type game. I, well, what are they? What are the live AFC uh, West division odds? I think Chargers, okay, considering that they're, that they're they're two games up, they already have a game in hand. They won in Kansas City. So I think the Chargers have to be favored in that division right now. Um, I'm going to take a look. But yeah. uh, well, while you're looking that up, Buffalo KC, the issue to me is not just Casey's defense, which, which everybody's talked about. Patrick Mahomes was very inaccurate. He missed a lot of open guys on Sunday night. And we, we don't we don't expect that out of Mahomes. And that was kind of shocking to me. Um, and th- that to me is the bigger alarm. If I'm a, if I'm a Chiefs fan than than the defense, because the whole purpose of this team is, OK, fine. Even if our defense is not good, we can drop 45 every single night because we have Mahomes and we have Tyreek Hill and we have Kelsey. And Mahomes is just, he's not been Mahomes. He already has as many interceptions this year as he had all of last year, more than he had the previous year, uh, five games into the season. Uh, so, you know, that's obviously alarming. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is out now, which, you know, he was out all of last year. That didn't really matter. So I guess that's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, but it's just all, and all these teams have four wins or two games. Baltimore has four wins and has a tiebreaker over them. The Chargers has four wins and has a tiebreaker over them. Buffalo obviously has four wins as a tiebreaker over them. So I think that the Chiefs are, I, I still assume they're going to make the playoffs, but they're going to have to play a bunch of road games and they're going to need Mahomes to get back on track in addition to finding something out of their defense. So I think a lot of a lot of issues there. The Colts season is completely over, right? You think it's over the Colts? You think the Colts season is over? Yeah, I mean, they're one and four. I, I mean, wow. the division is so bad. So I guess you're saying they could still finish. That's seven. No, I think they could win that division. Yeah, I think they could win the division. But how do you blow that game? You know, they, the Texans and the Jaguars aren't going to win anything like that. Yeah. We know the Titans suck. I, I guess the division is the saving grace why it's not over. But the, the way that they found a I way mean, to lose how do you game. how do you, you know, take that? How do you take that big of a lead against the Ravens? I would almost take it like, yes, it sucked that you lost. But I would almost be like, wow, we're good enough to almost beat the Ravens. Wentz, you know, Wentz looked the best he's looked all year. You know, the AFC South teams are. 
yeah, I think there's a lot of positive signs from that game. I know it sounds ridiculous because they blew a 19 point lead, but I, 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 I think the Colts like actually have a chance to win the division. All right. Okay. So why don't we, why don't we jump into, have you, do you have the odds up for AFC West yet? And by the um, way, I had internet oh. problems for a second. Oh, okay. So while, while you're still looking at that, picks, all three games we disagreed about last week, uh, you went three and zero yet again, just like you did the week before. So now, um, uh, two, two and one in weeks, but you're up three games in me on the season. So time for me to try and turn that around a little bit here in week six, we have our first buys of the year, uh, which is, you know, so we're down to 14 games. Good. The, late, the, the, the latest, I think that we've ever had to wait for a buy, right? In a very long time. I can't remember them starting week six. It's possible it's happened before. Yeah. But and then, uh, and then the mean, buys are, of course, of going the, having a buy is the latest. Yeah, there's, a, there's been a buy. Well, no, except the, for when we had 31 teams. There was a three year period where we had buys. Yeah. Everything. Other than I was going to say other than yeah. the odd year and the, and the two by year. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's just, I mean, I, I made the joke on Twitter last week. I said, um, what was I, I said? I said, the NFL is not England's friend. Believe me, they're bringing Jets. They're bringing Jaguars. They're bringing Falcons. And some, I assume, are good teams. Uh, but I, I mean, it's like somebody pointed out the, there has never been two winning teams in an NFL game in, in, the, in England ever, ever. And last week we had two of the bottom five teams in the league in Atlanta and the Jets. And this week, again, we have two of the bottom five teams in the Dolphins and the Jaguars. I just don't know. Like, it, this has to be intentional at a certain point, right? Like, how do you find like the, w- the games that are that bad over and over? Now, part of it is obviously you always have a Jaguars game, so they're always going to be bad. Yeah, that is a big part. But of it's it. just it's just unbelievable. Um, I mean, who are we going to send there next? Like Houston and Detroit or something? Um, so that, that's that's another terrible game. Which is kind of convenient because the nine o'clock it makes it hard, especially if kids to be watching football like this much time consecutively. So it's kind of it's kind of good to have a very bad game there. So that you well, can I tell you my weekend? My 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 weekend watching was watching uh, from noon Eastern, or I'll say seven p.m. my time, until uh, about seven p.m. or until uh, about six a.m. Um, my time, seven a.m. my time, like midnight Eastern, and then I went to sleep for like three hours, and then I woke up, worked, and then I went straight to like at four thirty, went straight into uh, it's thirteen hours of football plus the U.S. men's national team soccer game mm-hmm. was happening yeah. during that World Cup qualifying. So like there was just nonstop. I had th- a three hour break of sports watching because I also watched F one. And boxing at night. Honestly, it was maybe even like two and a half hours. And base, do, uh, do you watch baseball playoffs uh, at all or no? It, it was like true like Saturday, Sunday. I had the baseball playoffs on a little bit, but honestly, it's it hasn't been super exciting for me. I mean, there's been some crazy moments. I just don't care. No, the, the, the games have been very good. I just don't like I'm fine watching the highlights right now I, I, and, and the ninth innings like I the games. I They just I don't really care who wins right now. And yeah, I don't like any of the teams in the American League, teams. unfortunately. And now I'm in this weird situation where the White Sox, my team's biggest rival, is actually the team I'm rooting for to win the pennant. All right. Why don't we? Because everyone else is so loathsome. Uh, I yeah. have I have the odds, by the way. Oh, the, so the 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 Chiefs are, depending on the book, about plus 110, plus 150. The Chargers are at least co-favorites and some books favored up to minus 110 uh, to win the AFC West. Denver's like 850 and, and Vegas is in the thousand. But I'm surprised that, that, that Casey is still is that close to the Chargers right now. Part of that, I think, is, you know, KC yeah. is just a more, you know, is obviously a more public team, is a better reputation. The Chargers have a reputation for finding ways to blow games. So we'll see. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Um, all right, so let, let's jump into week six. We start with Tampa going to Philadelphia. By the way, how bad are the, the Texans and the Jaguars that they're 50 to one to win the <laughs> AFC South? <laughs> like in a four team division where no one is even where no one's good. Yeah. Four bottom eight uh, DVOA teams in that. Division. Yeah. Yeah. Some, somebody gets the host to host a playoff game. Great. Great system we got. Uh, Tampa at Philly Thursday night. Philly with a very impressive win in Carolina. Um, in, in the like the Cowboys, it seems like a running away with this division, but Philly is clearly the second best team here. And um, although, and this is really, if you look at Philly's schedule after this week, it really opens up. So they're probably going to lose at home to Tampa, uh, probably. Uh, and so then they drop two and four. But at that point, they can go on a little bit of a run. Uh, yeah, it's not I, like I. I you, you think they're an eight and nine team? Uh, I mean, should we play a little schedule game with the Eagles right now? So they lose to Tampa. They're two and four. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then here's what you got next. Yeah, you play the Raiders, the Grudenless Raiders, the Lions. I'm not saying they're going to win those games, but those are both winnable. The Chargers, okay, that's a tough one. Then the Broncos, the Saints, the Giants, the Jets, Washington twice, the Giants again. There's nobody, there's no playoff team they're playing other than the Chargers. And then I guess in week 17, they're playing the Cowboys at home, and the Cowboys could easily be locked into something. So, yeah, I think this team could win eight games. Now, to make the playoffs, you're going to at least probably need 10 in the NFC. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think eight. Like, if they're on the border of eight, nine, nine, and eight, and I think they're more on a seven and 10, eight, yeah. nine yeah. trajectory, but it's possible. It's not, a, but like, I need to see more from Hurts. Hurts sometimes looks like the worst quarterback in the league, but then he'll like do something good. Yeah. All right. But we're both picking Tampa, obviously, Thursday night. Um, Miami against Jacksonville. Who cares? But uh, I guess I'll pick Miami. Um, yeah, right. Is yeah, it, is it, Miami. and then after the bye, we're getting Tua back. Is that the expectation here? I think so. Yes. All right. Okay. So let's get to the Sunday games. I love how we have two games uh, this week on Sunday between uh, top eight teams. And yet the uh, game of the week, according to Bill Simmons, is the Patriots Cowboys game. I mean, we're talking in the chat like Patriots Cowboys is very in terms of like TV anticipation, like storylines. Sure. I I understand that. But 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 Chargers Baltimore and Arizona Cleveland are like. Like two elite no, teams Charles playing Baltimore each other. is an unbelievable, un- unbelievable game. And Arizona Cleveland uh, is also Arizona Cleveland's excellent. Even Green Bay Chicago is a really big game. Also, it's a rivalry, but, you know, I, I don't think. Well, OK, so let's That's start a with- very solid game. All right. Well, let's start with Green Bay Chicago. Um, well, what's your pick here? I'm going to go with the Bears. Mm. So the Bears win at home. <sighs> I mean, I would love to see it, even though the, the Bears are actually ahead of the Vikings right now also. But I, I, I'm taking the Packers. I just by the way nine and two, right? There's nine one o'clocks and two, yeah, uh, and 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 two four o'clocks. Is that uh, that's that's nuts, right? Wait, Arizona Cleveland's not a late game. 
Arizona Cleveland is the late game. Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. Okay, it's, it's uh, eight and three. No, it's I'm sorry. It's it, Dallas New England is the is the main late game. Yeah, yeah. And then Arizona Cleveland, and then uh, they, uh, Vegas Denver. But yeah. they you know they they want Dallas New England in a standalone situation, even though obviously Arizona Cleveland is a bigger game. Yeah. So. Yeah, but um, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, we have, we have the AFC West game, we have the Patriots game, and yeah, we have Arizona Cleveland, yeah, so we have three. That's fine. Um, it'd be nice to stick one of the other. I mean, there's an, all the other early, but also we have one fewer one o'clock game because we have the buys, and then we also have a nine a.m. game, right? So it's so, eight and three. I said nine it's, no, it's eight. seven. It's actually seven and three. Seven so, and three. What? Because the, so there's fourteen games this week. We have because ah, there's three we have nine, windows and one. Yeah, and then we have a nine a.m. game. A, or, yeah, you're right. It's yeah, seven so seven and three, three is actually fine. That's not bad. They're yeah, never going to go six and four. Yeah, seven, seven and three. That means we don't get an octobox at any point on. Well, we might get an octobox, you know, at like three forty-five or something like that. Mm-hmm. But we don't have an octobox to kick off. Oh, actually, that's not true. We could because Miami Jacksonville might not be over yet. That that game went pretty quick, actually. The Jets Falcons game that was over yeah, by, uh, yeah. Well, it's a different hours. time zone. The uh, time was faster. Than All right, they move. You know, soccer. They don't mess around like those yeah, games at exactly. the time. So, All right. the, since he at Detroit, uh, let's talk way, about this for a second. Okay, yeah. yeah okay. No, the U.S. Uh, men's national team, they played Panama and they looked like just not beat, like they didn't they didn't have a shot on goal all game. Yeah. And um, but in the last 10 minutes, like you would have not stopped laughing, like if you're not a big uh, CONCACAF watcher, like the, the time wasting that Panama did when they were up one nothing with 12 minutes to go. Yeah. Was so ludicrous. Like I, I, anytime you got near a Panamanian player immediately as if they were shot by like. Uh, uh, you know, Squid Game style. Uh, no spoilers. Have you? Have you have, yeah, I assume you haven't gotten into Squid Game at all. No, I'm intending to, but you know, it's not. Yeah, we talked about it last week, so I watched the whole thing this week. So, um, and, and so they literally get shot, and then they'd be on the field. Like a guy was on the field for seven minutes, and then bounced, came right back on the second. You know, he got stretchered off. Seven minutes of lying there, lifeless, and then then they started like having uh, like streakers, like people come on the field. And like two at a time, and then they'd get chased off. And then they started kicking balls onto the field. So like Panama would be on a like they had like a had a little bit of a break and they had like a two on two. And then all of a sudden there's like a second ball on the field and there's a third ball. It was it was nuts. It's like have you ever seen kids play soccer? They do the same thing. It was a lot like that. It was yeah. it was truly like completely chaos, complete chaos for the last 15 minutes. I mean, it didn't matter the US if they had four hours would not have been able to score a goal, but yeah, it just uh, it oh. is the the fact that I mean, the fact that stop like uh, extra, you know, stoppage time is not exact and is not timed. And also the fact that for long injuries, the clock doesn't stop. Like, I understand if someone's down for 20 seconds, that's fine. But I think like once we've hit a minute, I do think the clock should pause. Because you'll it, never get that time back. Like no, no ref is ever giving like 14 minutes of. of yeah, but I feel like t- telling the soccer to come to a more official clock is such an American like tell like soccer has been the way it's been. And it ain't, that ain't changing. It's just so frustrating. Anytime your team is down a goal. It's very. Yes. When you, yes, that's true. All right. Um. So, yeah, let's What's talk about Cincinnati Detroit for a second. So, you know, mm-hmm. Detroit, but for crazy field goals would be, um, you know, they would have beaten Baltimore and Minnesota, which would be two fairly. And also they almost had the crazy comeback against San Francisco. So they've played three good, you know, playoff caliber teams at home and really come down to the wire against all of them. And so I was kind of surprised to see Cincinnati favored by three here. I actually took this as a pick because I just didn't know what to think. Um, Cincinnati looks what Cincinnati, in the old days? Cincinnati and Detroit both lost on Sunday. And yet I think went slightly up in my estimation. I agree. I'm, I'm going to pick agree. the Lions to get their first one of the season here. I'm going to pick the Bengals, but what like Detroit has now lost 
games to Baltimore and Minnesota. And if they had won those games, which obviously like they certainly could have, what would we be saying about Detroit? Would we be saying like, hey, they're two and three they're you know, I mean, they still wouldn't really be in the NFC playoff race. They'd be like, I mean, look at their receivers like Cephas, Amon, like they have nobody. Well, yeah, they couldn't move the ball until until like, I don't know, the Vikings basically with the prevent at the end or whatever they did. Like they really couldn't move the ball on. Goff had actually looked good through four weeks. He did not look good against the Vikings. No, he looked really bad against Everson Griffin was playing as if it was 2014 or again. He was like, you know, getting it was very funny. I had I, I watched at home this Sunday and I had two screens. And one was on red zone. The Jets had already lost. And then the second one was like, there were six close games. But I picked the sixth game that probably like the the game that probably had the sixth highest win probability. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. OK, so I picked Detroit. You picked Cincinnati here. No, so no, flip them. No, I picked, I picked, yeah. picked Detroit. Sorry, I, I picked, picked Detroit. Detroit yeah. Okay. Yeah. First win of the year for the Lions. Um, all right. Houston at Indy. Uh, if Indy loses this game, they're not winning the division. So, yeah. Show us, show, you showed us you had a pulse against the Rams and the Ravens. You still lost. Uh, you know, beat the it's crap a squid out of game. It's a squid game game. Loser is dead. Oh, that's what you asked me. Yes, anyway, squid game. Yeah. Um, all right. Rams, the Giants. Uh, Rams. I don't even want to talk about this. Giants suck. Mm-hmm. I have a Colts also. I didn't say last game. And yes, the Rams. Yeah. Um, Casey at Washington. Washington, their defense is supposed to be good. Their defense is not good. Well, what I mean, the best thing about this team is Tyler Heineke. Who knew? Do you think, do, do you think, because it's not an easy survivor week? Mm-hmm. Uh, and last week, no one was eliminated. I can't remember a week this late where no one got knocked Crazy. out because yeah. Minnesota obviously would have knocked a lot of people out. New England would have knocked, knocked a lot of people out, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, are people going to be dumb enough to take Kansas City here? I think Kansas City is going to win. I'm picking them. I would take the Colts. When are you going to knock? When are you? Gonna t- I mean, the Colts, you're going to take them either against Houston or Jacksonville. So I think you take the Colts here. In a pool that's going to go 18 weeks. Yeah, yeah, you have to score pools. You don't have to take every team. Yeah, if the Colts lose this, if the Colts lose at home to Davis Mills and Houston, then all right, fine. You weren't, you weren't, you weren't winning Survivor anyway. To to me, the Colts are the obvious choice here. You know, you can take the Rams or the Chiefs, but they'll they have a lot of easy games on their schedule, like a lot of games that are winnable. But I think you know what kind of numbers can can Heineke put up against the Chiefs? I think he'll put up nice numbers here. He's been doing it so far this year. Although obviously he did not have a good game uh, last week against New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, I said the Chiefs' defense is horrific. It is the worst in the NFL, probably. It is, yeah. I think, so far the seventh worst in this century in DVOA. Mm. Something crazy. But I do yeah. have the Chiefs winning. Yeah, me too. All right. Minnesota, Carolina, the loser of this game cannot make the playoffs. Man, Darnold throws some bad balls every Sunday, and it makes me so happy. I, it's weird, like, because I used to like him. I, he never really gave me a reason to dislike him off the field. But, geez. What, I, what kind not... of odds could you have gotten before the season if you were told that the uh, the leading uh, leading NFL in rushing touchdowns is Sam Darnold, and he, and the entire Minnesota Vikings franchise has one rushing touchdown a third of the way through the season. Um, one, probably a hundred fifty-seven yeah. <laughs> to one, <laughs> something like that. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I'm you know I, I'm going to continue to to be an idiot and take the Vikings here over Carolina. This is a really tough game to pick. I'm going to pick the Panthers, but geez, that's like a 51-49. Yeah, Panthers won a uh, just a real stomach punch, kicking the balls, whatever you want to call it, game against the Vikings last year, um, where um, mm-hmm. they're, where their rookie, um, what's his name, the, their rookie uh, DB last year, he had touchdowns on consecutive plays. Uh, his name is. Oh my god! Not, oh, JC Horn is the guy this year. No, 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 no. Um, uh, I gotta go look at their roster. Their Rookie chart. DB from last Hold year. On. The guy, his name is like a noun. Also, uh, Jeremy Chin. That's it. Ah, okay. Yeah, 
Jeremy Chin had touchdowns and on consecutive two chi- plays. Okay. Okay. Two, yeah. What, uh, two chins, uh, a double chin last year. Uh, the Vikings will get revenge, hopefully. But yeah, taking Carolina is probably uh, the smarter play. And emotionally, it'd be the smarter play for me. But um, listen, I, uh, I need good vibes on Sunday going into a major surgery on Monday. So hopefully the Vikings mm-hmm. can give them to me. The Vikings have never broken hearts before, right? <laughs> yeah, they, you definitely what you want to rely on for your mental health yeah. and happiness. <laughs> Listen, worst uh, case scenario, my my son will only have to watch Vikings games for the rest of his life with one eye. So, which is oh, a please, silver lining. Please, please. <laughs> I I've been making like so many terrible jokes like that because like that's sort of how I cope. Your wife things. also probably doesn't like them. I bet. Oh no, I can't make them to her. I can't. I like she would murder me. So mm-hmm. I got to like it. Yeah, she uh, yeah, my wife is not, you know, listen, I would have been in Auschwitz uh, cracking jokes as we went into the gas chambers because that's how I deal with things. So um, I'd even mention because it's so relatively minor that my daughter like tore her. Yeah. ACL or meniscus last week and like cannot leave the house. We had we had three days um, of all all four kids in school. And then the, on the third day, she came home, w- walked into the kitchen and crumpled into a heap and like. Uh, and just tore a bunch of ligaments. Yeah, never want to and say that. Is now home all day. How um, long is she home for? Well, it's very hard here. Like socialized medicine is great when you just need a doctor's appointment and stuff or medicine and it's cheap. But then anything like, you know, outside the norm, like surgery, it, it takes a while. Like, the, you know, it's similar to your stories here in Canada. It's like just to get an MRI. We haven't. My wife was like so happy. She's like, I got one in Ashdod, which is like a city an hour and a half away. Yeah. At four in the morning. And she was like so happy. And then realized it was in January. <laughs> she thought it was oh, this Friday. Wow. It was a Friday in January. So then we got one in December. So we keep getting them moved up. But anyway. Uh, now, the uh, good news is I think there's no I mean, obviously you want it done as soon as possible, but there's no like consequence if it's delayed. Right. I mean, the consequence is like, I'm not letting this kid stay in the house. Like, just takes a while. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, you want things to get back to normal as quickly as possible. But, in but terms yeah, of like, no. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. But it hasn't really gotten any better. Again, it, 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 you know, it seems very minor, but it's like uh, it is weird how um, things don't like it, it's like three months to get MRI and then who knows how long it's going to be to get surgery. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's weird how slow it moves here. You can pay privately. Ultimately, we'll probably just have to pay privately for some things. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 there was an irony of having like the kids in the house. For, they, I mean, literally, we've been there have been no kids here, I think, like four days in the last 18 months. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the, the best thing of school this year for my kids is, you know, everybody wears masks. But the consequence of that is that um, nobody has quarantine anymore. So my son, actually, my older son, one of the kids in his class tested positive yesterday. And mm-hmm. you know what? Everybody keeps going to school. It's all fine now. Now, Jen is obviously worried now because of God forbid. That's why uh, that's surprising, actually. But what they do here is they gave everyone 21 Corona tests. I, that, I don't know how they just have infinity amounts of COVID tests. Uh, <laughs> well, what is co- 21? And, and why 21? I think it's like because basically what will happen is if a kid in his te- class tests positive, I'm shocked they're going to school. If a kid, I mean, remember when we used to care about Corona, like kids testing positive, they're letting them go. OK, fine. Well, but the reason what, is because everybody's masked and and so and, yeah, and the everybody, all the adults That's are vaccinated. So I yeah. know the kids aren't at big risk. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just it, it, because you guys were so strict for so long. I'm surprised that. That's well, the, the only now. concern here is that if, if God forbid my son does get it, then my if my other son gets it, then his surgery is postponed. And so um, right. we're, we are going to keep the two kids, you know, separated from each other, at least for the next week. Um, Wait, so the basically what they do is. If there's a kid test positive, you just have to take the take home test every single morning 
uh seven you know seven days so then for the kid who's positive three times so maybe they only get 14 not 20 but all but all the kids in his class but all the kids in her class don't have to do that right no everyone in the class takes the take-home test and then they can go to school oh yeah so no that's marks yeah no we our kids but again not every not everyone has millions of of tests like that i don't know how they just have infinity amount of all these tests and vaccines and, and everything here and these wait this daughter her class is vaccinated or isn't vaccinated yeah, so she's happen. vaccinated. Her class is vaccinated. Oh, and the, still they have to take all these tests? No, it hasn't happened. This is a hypothetical. This oh, is, this oh, is oh, for it. the little ones. This oh, is for yeah, the yeah. little ones. Oh, okay. It hasn't okay. happened yet, but but yeah. I mean, the test percentage, the positive test percentage went under two after the mm. triple vax. All right. Um, so let's get to, to the, the games. best games of the week. Yeah. All right. So Chargers at Baltimore. This is going to be a great game, um, especially the way Lamar looked in the second half there. I'm very excited to watch this one. Uh, Holly, at least against the Colts, Hollywood and Andrews really look like a dynamics, uh, you know, set of targets down the field. Um, and Lamar obviously can can go off whenever he wants. Herbert is looking incredible right now, and and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are obviously also looking like a dynamic Wait, set MVP of watch. Let's do MVP watch first. Sure. Okay? okay. Okay. Allen has is probably the MVP of the season ended today. Kyler is right there. Allen, Josh Allen. Yeah. You don't I mean, so? I I don't think he should be. But Allen, Allen's Herbert, completion Kyler, percentage, Lamar, Allen's completion percentage is I'm seeing who's worse than Allen in completion percentage. Um, Jameis Winston and and then all the rookies, Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. That's it. So he, he's got the fourth or fifth worst completion percentage in the NFL. I'm sorry. That's not the MVP. Um, By the way, Kyler's I, Kyler's better and his team is undefeated. Matthew Stafford. Uh, I think either one of them should be ahead of him. Wilson, obviously, he's done because they're they're two and three. Brady, if he keeps putting up five touchdown games. I know it's pretty sick, but Brady could win. <laughs> it's yeah. Crazy. Dak leading the league. Can't, Dak and Justin Herbert have to be in the conversation. Yeah. And Stafford. I mean, if his team keeps winning. Yeah. Yeah. Stafford's I said Stafford. Really yeah. Good. I mean, I, I would, is, I, I would, I would personally give it to Kyler Murray right now. His team is undefeated. Brady, he's Brady's got the highest Chester quarterback rating after Wilson per game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he, first thing QBR is Mahomes, actually. By the way, in yeah, I have looking. Uh, so it's my CQBR. I have Wilson one. I have Tyra Taylor one, but you know he's played the game and a half. I have Wilson one, Kyler Murray two, Stafford three, and then I have uh, Josh Allen four, Dak five. Tom Brady six. Uh, oh no, Tom Brady five. Dak six. Justin Herbert seven. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Oh no, uh, Jameis. How's Jameis? Sorry. Yeah, J- Jameis next, then Cousins, then then Lamar Jackson, uh, and then uh, go Aaron Rodgers, and you know, down and down it goes. Joe Burrow. All right. Um, so who are you picking here? Chargers at Baltimore. Excellent game. Hello. Yeah, I don't know what this technology. That was me this time, I think. Oh, okay. All right. Who are you picking here? Chargers at Baltimore. I'm going with the Chargers. Mm. I just the, the the Ravens haven't shown me they could really play 60 minutes in, in, against a, a team this good. You know, I don't I don't know how you define a team this good because right now we're not so high in Kansas City, for example. But um, they they beat Kansas City, right? Yeah, but yeah, anyone could score in Kansas City. Sure, Jets would probably move the ball. Yeah. By the I, way, uh, they, they, they QBR, lost in overtime against Las Vegas when they looked really good. Mm. Zach Wilson's QBR is twenty three. No, <laughs> not great. Yeah. Um, I will pick. All right, I'll, I really don't know. I'll pick Baltimore, I guess, so that uh, we got a little bit of drama, more mm-hmm. drama. All right, all right. Four o'clock yeah. game. And then the other game, Arizona Cleveland. This is another great game. And here, mm-hmm. I just Arizona's looked so good, but I'm going to pick Cleveland here because if Arizona, I'll take Cleveland also. Yeah. Baker was all much right. better. 
Baker, well, he looked much better than the previous games, but um, I mean, yeah, this team just the, the offensive line and the running backs is just so, so dynamic on air on Cleveland. So powerful. Um, all right. So, and, and I think, um, I think Cleveland has enough speed on their edge to be able to con- contain Kyler a little bit. So all right, Vegas at Denver, this is sort of like the Vikings Carolina. I think the loser of this game, probably they, they don't have a realistic uh, way to get to the playoffs. And I'm going to take Denver here. I just think, you know, there's so many distractions with Vegas. They got a new coach all of a sudden coming in the middle of in the week. So you, you never know how, how those things affect the team, but, but I think the safer pick is Denver here, right? Yeah, definitely picking Denver. I, I'm not, I would pick Denver with or without Gruden. I don't, I mean, it's weird because it's like the middle of the week. It's a bad time to lose the coach. But yeah, I I think long term, they'll be okay without Gruden. They kept the coordinators in their spots, right? Gus Bradley and who's their OC. They also have like six or seven guys who've been uh, head coaches or coordinators before. Like their whole staff is very, very experienced. So I think they'll be, you know, totally fine without Gruden. Yeah. Now, Greg Olson. Isn't yeah, he, Greg Olson. Yeah, isn't does he call plays for them or or was it Gruden offensively? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure, but he, I mean, he's a, he's a very experienced coordinator. They also it's have, a, I mean it says here Olson takes over as the play caller, so I guess that means it was Gruden. okay. Yeah, they have Cable, who's been a coach. John Morton's been an OC. Edgar Bennett. Yeah. Has I been mean, not a good forever. coach, but yeah, Cable was. A yeah, coach. Marinelli has been around forever. Oh yeah, <laughs> so they have a million guys. Yeah. Okay. Deuce All right. Gruden. Okay, so let's get to our um, our, our final game. Uh, uh, our final four o'clock game is Dallas at New England, mm-hmm. which again is the least interesting four o'clock game to me. Yeah, no, the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to win. I'm bringing the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New England stinks. Uh, Cowboys five and one. Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden that's a serious Super Bowl contender. Uh, I, I moved them. I, I totally rejiggered my power rankings this week. Um, I mean, teams that lost moved up. Teams that won moved down. I, I moved things all over the place. I have I swapped the Chargers in Kansas City. I have Chargers top five. I have Dallas at six right now. So oh, we were talking about um, an MVP candidates and it's not going to happen anymore. But Mr. Never got a vote. Russell Wilson was also very. I mean, I know that. Well, I told you three. he is at this moment. He is the best quarterback in the NFL in the 2021 season. Oh, 9.6 yards per attempt is just like obscene. Yeah, it's obscene. Yeah. Completing 72 percent of his passes and he throws deep. And, and he only has one turnover, which no other quarterback who's played every yeah. game can say. Totally nuts. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, he's uh, he's going to be gone for a while. So no votes from this year. Speaking of which, they go to Pittsburgh. You know, whatever you think about Ben, he's probably better than Geno Smith. NBC should get one emergency backup quarterback flex. Only if it's like a team lost a really good quarterback and it ruined the game. They should get one of those a year. Yeah. And I'd take Chargers over Baltimore. I'd take Arizona. Cleveland, I'd take either one of those, obviously, over this game. I mean, any game, just about, you know, any game that's not Geno, even Minnesota, Carolina, it wouldn't be as good TV wise, but it's a better football game. Uh, the Steelers. The Steelers okay, are fine. Steelers. Okay. All right. And then uh, and we, end with, we end with Buffalo at Tennessee. I'm surprised how big this spread is in Tennessee. I mean, oh, obviously. Yeah, who won? Who won uh, we didn't say who won uh, spreads this week. Oh, uh, guessing the spreads this week. Uh, I beat you. The thing about Alex. To, Alex has been incredibly seven. busy. Had had probably one of the worst and, and most, most busy weeks of his life. Uh, still around. Like, not, you know, you're not like around a lot, but you're still like, I knew like, Oh, for sure. He's we're still guessing the lines and he's still, do, you know, well, so I, you know, I do in Jen and I deal with these things in very different ways. As I said before, she just does not appreciate my, my, my attempts at comedy, for example. Um, and by the way, there were so many worse ones. I've yeah, been but you still my... updated your charts this week. I'm sure. Yeah. Right? But uh, to me, I really need distractions. Like if you sit there yeah. and stew, 
like I, mm-hmm. I, I was, if you can't do anything about a situation, if, and it, you know, I've always been this my entire life. When I walk out of a test in school, my friends would be like, mm-hmm. what do you get for number 13? What do you get for number 17? The moment I walk out of the room, I'm done thinking about that test until I get the results back. Cause there's right. nothing you can do to impact the results at that point. And I try and I understand people can't help it, but I don't think about things that are out of my control. I don't even think about the things that are in my control. Sometimes that I probably should like, you know, what am I going to be doing professionally five years? So now I don't think about it enough, but like, so like, there's right. nothing, there's nothing I can do. Like he has the best doctors. We're making sure he's happy. We're giving him all his eye drops. We're doing everything we can. Mm-hmm. Like beyond that, worrying about what, what, what's going to be the consequence of like the long-term consequences. There's no reason to expend emotional energy on that because there's nothing I can do about it. No, so I, I can, you're hundred percent right. Yeah, so if right. I can distract myself by talking to my friends online or watching football or whatever, like, and then if every minute I'm thinking about something else it means I'm not worrying about worst case scenarios that are out of my control. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, updating my charts is a blessing. Thank God for charts. Um, Mm-hmm. Buffalo, Tennessee. It's hard to pick against Buffalo right now, right? Oh no, the Bills are going to win this game. If the if the Titans beat the uh, Bills and lose to the Jets, I don't even know what's happening in this league. Well, but it wasn't the whole theory that the Titans, you know, they rested all the receivers for the last two weeks against garbage teams so that they could be ready for this game. Have that go for it. I mean, that's a, first of all, that's crazy for a non-divisional well, game. They've been resting. Well, I don't think that they were resting them. It's just that you know they. It was reasonable to assume that they would beat Jacksonville and the Jets without those guys. And they went one on one. even that good anymore? Hmm, I don't know. It's a valid question. But I, I, I don't see a way you can pick Tennessee the way Buffalo has looked the last couple of weeks. But also, maybe we're just getting a little bit too high on Buffalo, right? Yeah. They, 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 they didn't look so good against Pittsburgh week one. That's yeah, for sure. No, they have a loss. They're not unbeatable. Uh, you know, you, you, we talked about like the six or seven quarterbacks who are in the MVP race. Other than Lamar. I mean, Diggs is great, but like that's not a an all a murders row of receivers, tight ends, and running backs that Allen has. Also, yeah. Know? Well, uh, adding Emmanuel Knox Sanders is, really helps, I think. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders is like you know his corpse is somehow great again, but Dawson Knox is having making these big plays. Like, a, you know, Allen is uh, Allen is doing this with less than a lot of. Uh, less than Stafford has, less than Kyler has for sure. Yeah. Well, I said in the preseason, I said like the, the difference between there's such a huge difference between Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield in the offenses that they have around them. May- Mayfield has a perfect situation and Allen, he certainly has good targets, but he doesn't have an offense better than anybody on Cleveland, but they have a lot as a receiver. Yeah. Have. But Cleveland's tight uh, offensive yeah. line is just Everything. You know, otherworldly. Yeah. They have just way more talent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I, I really want to pick Tennessee here. I just, uh, I, I, Oh, that would be a ballsy pick, but, but how many I'm differences do we have here this week? We have one, two, three, we have four right now. So I don't want to do a two, two split. Should I pick Tennessee? To beat, no. but nah, yeah, I can't. That's too crazy. All right, so I'm gonna pick Buffalo as well. All right, wheels. Uh, so I guess that's it for uh, for this week on 32 fans. Um, we're gonna be dropping uh, another episode on the Patreon podcast. You're doing one without hopefully, me, is that correct? I'm gonna try and find a, I'm gonna try and find uh, yeah, give you a break. I'll try and find mm. uh, a topic TBD to uh, to talk about, and then uh, we'll hopefully we'll be back next week with more. Uh, yeah, so everybody hug your kids. Um, if you don't have kids. Hug a random kid. Yeah, d- well, don't hug a random kid because you might get arrested. But you know, hug hug whoever it is you love. Um, which for some of the listeners here means you know, hug your betting slips or you know, hug your uh, DraftKings account, whatever the case may be. But um, we will uh, be back next week and hopefully uh, only good news for uh, for you, me, and all of our uh, Claw Thirty Two fans. All right, all right, bye bye. <laughs> I woke up from another ending dream. I shut my eyes at seventeen. I lost every moment in between I felt the sun rise up and swallow me yeah. And it's all my fault that I'm 
You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.